Welcome to Pandemonia. Um, We're back. We are back. I'm Diego. I'm Zach. And, uh, and yeah. you're listening to the podcast where we ask, what's keeping you sane? That's it. Yep. What's keeping you sane this week? If you listened to last week's episode, you'd be forgiven for thinking that we didn't have it in us to come back and actually put together a second episode. But here we are. Here we are. We fooled you. Back at it. Somehow <laughs> we survived the last week of just perpetual boredom and mind numbing. Mm. Uh, just, uh, just what I mean. What would you call it? It's pandemonium. Yeah, I mean, you know, ceremoniums. Yeah, you know, we're we're living that pandemic life, right? And it's just kind of navigating that ambiguity in the best way we can. And and we decided to do a little podcast about it. Yeah, we're having fun. We hope you're along for the ride with us. Um, Diego, we got a couple of people who listened last week and wanted to shout us. Um, my close friend Jack, whose band we played in the outro last week, The Heavens. Yes. Uh, remember, we asked if you have, if you want to let us know what you've been eating and drinking. Uh, let us know, mm-hmm. and he let us know. So Jack says, "What I've been eating: homemade gooey cinnamon rolls with cream cheese icing. Insanely wow. good!" Exclamation <laughs> point. <laughs> I am super jelly. Oh my god! Yeah, can we can we just get Zach to be on the pod? But we'll get the Jack to is mail the cinnamon us rolls. some some <laughs> cinnamon rolls and some cream cheese icing on the side, so we can yes we can apply ourselves. We don't want them to get too sticky before we indulge. Damn, Jack, that sounds great. Jack also says I've also been drinking a lot. Sometimes I start as early as lunch, but most of the time it's four to six. There should be a new term for pandemic alcoholism. I think I think that's a term. Just I think um, I don't think he's wrong. I I relate. You know? I've got a I've got a brewski right here. It is nighttime. Yeah. You know, yeah. But yep, where we are recording, it is nighttime. But I do have a little little pandemic brewski. I'm drinking a lamp lighter. Oh, dude! IPA you should have texted me on the side. I just have I just literally have water. I'm like staring at it with just this guilty face of just i'm ashamed you know what water is is good <laughs> also i've i've also got some water oh man that's so, awesome i appreciate the shout outs that's cool yeah we've got another shout out from friend of the pod cat uh cat says she's been enjoying the new bob dylan despite strongly disliking bob dylan from childhood the album was oddly soothing to listen to during my walks hmm that's neither here nor there, but Bob Dylan having new music during a pandemic seems noteworthy in some way. I do think it's noteworthy, and I think Dylan's one of those figures, you know. I could see that. Yeah. 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 I, I honestly wasn't the biggest Dylan fan. I think, ugh, and you're, you're just going to roll your eyes at me. What is it? The song they'd used for Watchmen. This time they are changing. The that, that's it. Yep, I, I appreciate that song. Probably that more now, thinking about it. Wait, have you watched the Watchmen um, series on HBO? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, yep. so so yep. Girlfriend of the Pod, Julianne, and I have two episodes left. So don't don't spoil, but we are no catching up because she's doing an event at her work that like refers to it a bunch. And nice. It's so good. Yeah, right? It's, it's really good. Yeah cool oh man 
So we had a couple I things we wanted to. Oh, another shout out. Last but not least, girlfriend of mm. the pod, Julianne, demanded that I give her credit Uh-oh. for the hose trick in the garden. I said the rabbits. I said we thought the rabbits might think that a hose is a snake, and she said no. You did. She found that. Um, and also, she's the one who made the grav locks at my parents' house, not me. She's taking credit for that. I'll wow. I'll see because she did I mean, the vast majority of the work, and it was her idea. <laughs> and she's watched the the videos on how to do it like countless times. So she was the brains and the the muscle, both behind the grav grav locks. And you were the moral support. Yes, and the assistant. Cool, cool. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. So we're square on that. Good. We're all <laughs> it's, caught it's up. It's clear. It's clear. Yeah. Diego, how was your coffee this week? Uh oh. Yep. Here we go. Uh, it's been <sighs> pretty good. So it, it's a mix, right? So I have decided to go on a diet, and so basically, not not to go into too much detail with the pod. I've basically tried to work out every day roughly for like the past month or so with with overall pretty good success of just like walking and running. Um, And I was like, cool, I can do that and just like have normal food. And that that was not the case because like I've just basically just plateaued and, and stayed the same. So for the past two days and again, pandem fam, two days. I have shrunk my food portions onto like the size of what would be like an appetizer plate and just drank water and I feel okay. Cool. So I'm going to try and see if that like healthy change, because basically there's this whole science of like in the 1950s, actual dinner plates were the size of our appetizer plates. And so that's really kind of contributed to, you know, the, the obesity epidemic in America. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I feel like I've tried so many apps and things this way and that. And I was like, you know what? I'll just try to have smaller plates and drink a ton of water and see yeah. how that goes. So, you know, we'll, we'll see how that That's goes. Awesome. Oh, right. So the, the coffee right. part, I didn't forget about that. Um, so I decided too to cut back on some of the coffee. And so I've been having like black iced coffee, which has been good. Nice. Which has been good. I, I definitely could not... Um, with a straight face keep having like iced coffee from an espresso with creamer and this extra stuff you know that makes coffee taste like coffee but you know it's not right. good for you no and a nice yeah. like so, black iced coffee works really well yeah yeah that's the journey for yeah. me right now and i'm, I'm, I'm digging and it's just it. a matter of like it. adjusting your taste buds too because if you're used to creamer and sugar and everything like you slowly wean off of it and then you don't miss it yeah Zach, uh, for you, what was the best sandwich that you had the, in the last the week? The best sandwich. I didn't have a ton mm-hmm. of sandwiches, but I did have a burger. Which does a burger? Ca- yeah, burger is a sandwich. It's meat between two buns. That I counts. Think. Cool. Yeah. So I had a burger from Trina's Starlight Lounge. They just reopened. This is place up the street from me. Ooh. Really like kind of mm-hmm. cozy like neighborhood pub american kitchen whatever uh kind of place you go for chicken and waffles um nice they serve a lot of like service industry people in the neighborhood and they just opened like a little takeout window so we got burgers from there the other night and 
it was a nice burger, but the nicest thing was not making it myself. It was yeah. so nice. And we got I fries with it. And, like, dude, I don't know when the last time you had a french fry was because I'm not cooking french fries. <laughs> it's so nice. We got them. They were, like, they were like soggy. They weren't even, like, the best. They weren't even close to the best french fries I've had in 2020. Mm-hmm. But it was so nice to eat one. But they were good because like you didn't it. make them. Yeah, I didn't have to make french fries. <laughs> That's something that, like, yeah. That's good. I mean, like, it's good. I'm... We're learning to cook a lot of things we like to eat, especially takeout. Like, we've tried cooking Chinese food. We've tried doing tacos. We've tried doing a lot of foods that, like, we normally just, like, Mm. go to our local takeout spot for. This was one of those things. It's like, yeah, I could, like, griddle up a burger on the the griddle or, like, get the the backyard grill going. But, like, this was just one of those things. It was just nice to take the night off that you know so that that was my sandwich yeah. of the week was the trina's burger it came with fries on the burger and cheese mm. and a little lettuce and tomato pretty nice <laughs> pretty nice time and i want to shout out our friends yeah. jenna and malcolm who we shared them with it was a delightful evening out in their backyard the other night so oh, that was my awesome. sandwich of the week nice can i like dive into that a little bit deeper now you like brought me back so there's a place and i think they're still open i'm I'm gonna not type on my computer because that'll affect the audio quality of the pod um there's a place on com ave in alston brighton called the avenue so like affectionately dubbed the ave uh and they used to do and this is in like 2012, 2013. I, I'd been back in 2018. Yeah, the Avenue so Bar and Grill. Still they're still open in Austin. Hell yes. Oh, this place looks dope. Yep. So I used to live around the corner from that. And it's the best dive bar. And literally every Monday they would do nice. a dollar burger. Oh, oh I've so been my there. my roommate and I. I've done dollar burgers. Mm-hmm. That place yeah. rules. Yeah. Yep. Oh yep. It's so great. Like we would go every, every Monday and the oh. waitress shout out to danielle if she ever listens to this because we me we love her um Amazing. she would just see us and just be like you want this burger with a side of ranch fries and you want this beer and got like, you fam yes. regular yep regular status Beautiful. yep oh yeah it was it was oh. the best and the coolest part was i went back in 2018 because i was in boston for like a conference and I took my girlfriend, Bree, with me there because I was like, listen, you just got to go to this place. They have like, the best burger. You just got to go. And we went on like a Monday and it was like empty. And I walk in and I swear to God, five years later, the bartender's like, I no, know you. And that's I was good like, service, yeah, man. I was here. Five. He's like, yeah, I remember you. You and your roommate. Yeah, you guys are coming that's all the time. And it was just like, dude, like I, I miss like that. real like, places. That family. Do that, you know? Yeah. That's, That's so cool. So I hope wherever, I hope wherever our listeners are, wherever in the U.S. or outside of it, that they have that neighborhood place they can call mm-hmm. home and enjoy that sandwich or mm-hmm. favorite food. Yeah, especially in the before times. You know, now it's hard to support the places that you love. Some have GoFundMe's. Some have you know takeout yeah. services. Whatever you can do, it it helps. You know. Yeah. But yeah like just it it's like mm-hmm. this is that time where it's like you know what 
I ordered from my favorite sushi place five nights a week, but it's like, you know what? I want them to keep being, you know, that neighborhood staple and keep being a part of this community. Um, I think the bigger theme there, too, is like just looking back on like food as community, right? Like food bringing people Mm -hmm. together. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm trying to. I'm trying to think. I um I think I took a college class on that that was about like the history of like food. Oh, no no no. It was it was we had like a themed part of it. This is for like a religion class. Uh it was the history of the restaurant. That, and that sounds was really fascinating. Cool. That's really that cool. That was really cool. Yep. Mm-hmm. We'll have to dive into that over the course of the pod. We don't want to spoil too much yeah. right now. Yeah. Got a little sidetracked, that's but really just cool, really though. enjoyed that that sandwich yeah, and food story. Yeah, I mean story. that's that's what we're doing here. We're talking sandwiches, we're talking food, we're talking takeout, coffee. Um, mm. You've been playing The Last of Us, I understand. Yep. Huh? Yep. I'm so sorry for bothering you. Oh Dave, my god! Like no, it's fine. To play it. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Uh, oh man, should should we should we like go yeah. into it? Yeah. Do you want to go into bit? it? I'll, yeah i can go into it okay um spoiler i was doing that when you texted me about like hey the pod it's pod time i'm ready now i was like okay pause um i guess so here's my mm-hmm. worry for you right because i want you to play the first one but i feel like you kind of know what happens so should i just do a recap of Generally, that anyway yeah so like where do we pick up yeah for the second one okay for our listeners we're so talking about the, the last the, the, of us Okay, it was a game that came out in 2013 from Naughty Dog. No, they're not a sponsor. They just we just do like awesome shouting games. out businesses, man. We just are a That's we're it. we're big fans of of certain places and certain entities, <laughs> I guess, and we shout yeah. them out. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So the first game, it's it is coincidentally, uh, it is a pandemic oh, that no. happens in the game. Um, Mm-hmm. Uh, you end up playing in this first game as Joel, uh, who ends up becoming like a like a smuggler, like twenty or twenty five years later after this pandemic event happens. Again, light spoiler warnings. Not trying to go light to medium. Um, you know, it came out in twenty thirteen. So, uh, anyway, what happens is you end up playing as this character. You meet this young woman who you learn uh, is immune to this this virus in this game. And your job is to take her across this post-pandemic United States uh, so that they can see about figuring out how to apply her immunity to other people. And that sounds totally fantastical Mm -hmm. and not at all like anything that's happening right now. So nice, like escapist. Pretty much. Yeah entertainment for everyone mm-hmm. little little different very very cool um holds up well it was a ps3 and then they they remastered it for the ps4 um and uh i think it was maybe 2015 or 2016 that they announced a sequel excuse me a sequel um so it's a part two and uh, I don't want to spoil that because that literally just came out. It's big everyone. news I'm, from what I'm still I understand. Playing it too. Um, my my friends who game, yeah, are all uh, gaming out The Last of Us Two. It um, 
Yeah, I'm like trying to think of, of how to express how I'm feeling about it. Uh, so far, I'm really liking the story. Um, and this might be a weird take on it, right? The Last of Us was, was pretty intense for its time with like the fighting and all that stuff. This mm-hmm. game definitely like ups that, I would say. Um, but I will say there are moments in the game that really help the player build like just this like love and empathy for just ellie the girl who you who is like uh one of the folks you can Mm. play in in the first game um who who is the girl they're they're moving across uh she's kind of on point for this one um and there are just these moments in this game that you just have just this profound sense of like wow like i've never experienced what like human connection or like love between two people is in a game where it feels authentic of like these two Mm. people really care about their well-being and each other and have really formed a family and you really get that in this game um yeah and it's just so it's like i don't know i don't describe it like it's just one of those things you just got to play yeah even the first one was that um, but I think it's just the capabilities yeah. of the systems now and what you can do. Like, uh, I, I, I played this, this isn't a spoiler. I, I played a part where, um, you know, she, she's in a, in a summer forest and then in the fall and, and it's just the interactions she has with the characters and just the lighting. Like literally I was like, this, mm. this, 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 is this real life? Right. Like it just was very like vivid, um, and just the storytelling and and just just yeah. the empathy and I, I keep using that word but just that that connection the player has to just these two people who are on a screen is just really profound does that I, like I don't think does that like fuck with your head at all because it is this like sort of fantastical dystopia but it also does parallel our own situation right now like do you feel like you're immersed in a different space or does it just feel like real life or probably both at the same time, but uh, definite. I would say. Mm, I mean, I, I feel like I'm very conscious of what's happening now. I don't think it makes me think much about uh, real life per se, because this situation here is in in the game is is like very dire. Where like folks, it's this virus that that causes folks to be sick, and and then and, and they change and and they become aggressive and all these things like it's it's this different sci-fi take on on sure um, sure on it right so it's a little more exaggerated Um, and like but uh, yeah yeah Yeah, it's interesting and i think you're the way you're bringing this up is making me think about it a little bit more like i think in this realm that we are all living in in the present of like social distancing and like for example zach and i are recording this call through GarageBand, but we have a facetime call happening so like i, I see him right and he sees me but like we're not physically together and i i think a lot of folks are using games as an example and facetime and zoom and all these things that bring us together and and fill us with that sense of community um as something right. as a tool like right like you need that human right and it's a thing that like you also know time, people so. who are playing this I've game at the same time as you because it come it came out last friday everyone's on it at the same time everyone's playing through it together yeah. and you can see 
when you pull up your PlayStation menu, like who's playing it and how many hours they put or what trophies they have or whatever it is. So like you're connected to something that's a larger event than just something happening on your TV, even though it is something happening on your TV. Yeah. Right. Right. And I, and it's different too. We're like, it's a single player title, right? There, there isn't um, an online component, but it's just, it's again, it's, it's just like, the studio right like like naughty dog and and that team just mm. it, they cracked it where it's like this is how you can have a human connection in a game yeah. and you're just like whoa um and that's just to me like really profound like we're like other games i can name two other titles one of them was the last of us one um and the other one being like Bioshock wow. Infinite that like make me feel that way of like they did a really good job of storytelling and making folks feel really connected to the story and the people in it yeah. like, you, you, like you're invested yeah in there's like a lot of times people. when I'll play through a game it's just like you um, go through all these cutscenes and it's all story and exposition and you're just like enough I want to get to the part where I play the game again yeah so that's cool though right right yeah yeah it's 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 good nice. um definitely Classic. some scary parts gotta have them. um <laughs> I, uh, I, yeah, yeah, but, like, <laughs> this is funny. Like, there was a scary part in it where, like, it's, it's of course, dark, and right. there are these things that lurk in the shadows. And uh, I literally just went to YouTube and was like, find me the quickest way out of this. I'm just going to run through it because they creep me out. Run, run, yeah. run, run, run. I can't, I can't and that's what I did, and I'm an like adult. That. But, hey, you know. Oh man, and it's not like scary, scary. But... I like I'm like a wuss where I like I'll turn the brightness all the way up so I can like see <laughs> stuff before it jumps out at me. Yep, yep. It um it wasn't like yeah. jaw dropping scary, but definitely like there were times I'm like oh you know like like really like jumped if like something came out. No, it's like like it's freaky because it's yeah. not like watching a movie where if you watch a scary movie the thing's gonna mm-hmm. happen either way, but you know when you're playing through a scary game you're like I have to down right. the hallway. And then at the end of the hallway, yep. there's something. 110%. And if you don't walk down the hallway, the game doesn't progress. So, like, I'll just be like, fuck it, I'll play a different <laughs> game. Like, I'm going to go play FIFA. Like, that, I'm too that scared. That happened to me but today. You have to physically, like, you have to, like, mentally do yes, the it's, task. You have to progress the game yourself. So it's so much more. It's mental gripping. gymnastics because, yeah, like, to, to your example of, yeah. like, I'll play another game, part of me was like, okay, Diego save the game, play a different game, return tomorrow when there's light right. outside. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. I still haven't I still haven't picked up my uh controller all week. It's been Well, I I kind of like the big thing is that the Premier League came back this week and me being mm-hmm. a sucker uh and and a, you know, somebody who's already dumped so much time into this season like i gotta right. see how it ends you know and i it sounded but, like you uh, almost said not sucker but me being a soccer a soccer soccer sucker a sucker for soccer we uh yeah i was i don't know i was watching with like a couple different people we were texting yeah. back and forth um and it was just like bizarre having it back because all the stadiums were empty and they like piped yeah. in crowd noise and the crowd noise sounded really weird and fake so it looked like you were watching a fifa 
game. Like you're watching somebody play it yeah. on a video game. But it was like actual oh. soccer. It was yeah, yeah, football. Yeah. yeah. It was very bizarre. Um, but one thing that they did do was at the beginning of each match, they took a knee for um, like a oh. moment of silence and show of solidarity with the Black oh, Lives Matter awesome. movement. And then, which by the way, like I didn't, I realize again, we're yeah. 24 minutes in, we haven't mentioned this, but like, this is what's going yep. on right now. Yep. Right. Like we're in the middle of not just the pandemic, but like we're in the middle of a great reckoning with regards to like our country's racial history. And I don't know, like I'm a white person. I like to think that I'm like well read on this stuff, but like we also have a lot of yeah. learning to do. So sidebar, like donate to bail funds, donate to the NAACP legal defense fund, donate to color of change, yeah. donate to all of these things that are like trying to help us level the playing field and stop violence against yeah. black people. Right. Like, I think so. Can I, can I jump anyway. into your sidebar? Okay. Please do. Uh, also, I think it's important to say, like, you can also be an advocate and an ally within your own community, right? Whether that's your friends, your family, having those difficult conversations and sort of raising awareness of these things, right? If you can't financially donate, right? But just being that mm-hmm. person who's like, hey, I'm stepping up for this because, like, this is wrong. And your your comment of about course. A, B, C, D, E, F, G is, is incorrect, and, and here's why. And here are some resources that you can mm. use to, like, educate yourself, right, um, on what's taking place right now. Um, I know... Uh, yeah. There are plenty of books online that you can download in PDF yeah. form. There are plenty of resources. There are plenty of people who have uploaded stuff and pirated articles and books and they're passing them around online there's also a bunch of documentaries that you can watch um i know myself um Mm -hmm. i i am a brown person um i recently my my girlfriend and i we watched 13th on netflix and then that was really powerful that was really good yeah yeah that's that's a must see yeah you know um and and make sure like that you're actually reading black people yeah like a lot of my white friends are reading white fragility which is written by like an italian lady who goes and gets paid to do hr trainings and there is no black people in the book it's just white people making other white people feel guilty you know yeah i don't know i'm trying to read james baldwin right now um i mentioned hanif abdurakib last week he's phenomenal um and we've got a bunch of books coming in the mail from a local bookstore that we just like ordered online last week. So for me, like the biggest thing I'm doing, I don't want to pontificate because like the last thing we want is for like a white person to monopolize a conversation about race, but I do want to acknowledge this is going on. I do want to acknowledge that it is Monday, June 22nd and Brianna to Brianna Taylor's killers are still at large. And, uh, just hanging out living life uh and there still is justice that needs to be attained so i like there's just no way to like yeah i, I know, know what you mean I'm trying to not sound tone deaf about this but at the same time like this yeah. is what's going yeah, on yeah right i mean we, we can't we can't um, sugarcoat it right like th- this is what's right. happening in america right now um you right know, i'm gonna do a brief 
brief little shout out uh the kids are all right to the tiktokers and the folks who you know oh hell yeah mm -hmm. shut down the trump rally that's pretty neat we love to um, see it but yeah i think i think it's important to kind of recognize those things and sort of like what's important too is that and again this is this is my perspective um zach jump in whenever but i think it's important that the conversation this hard time which is which is a conversation that we're all having in america is like ongoing right and it's something that's just been yeah. continuing and the movement has been moving forward and progressing and like that's important because like we, we can't lose sight of that and i personally don't see that happening in the next couple of months which is important because like change progressive change yeah happens um and and rather um will happen if folks are persistent and so i feel like we are seeing that and we will see that which is important yeah what's interesting is like we're seeing movements for racial justice talking about like you know dismantling structures of white mm -hmm. supremacy now where it's not just about diversity and representation and you know we're talking about like well racism is bound up in capitalism in america because american capitalism is founded on slavery yeah you know racism is bound up in the prison industrial complex so like you start to pull the thread and the whole entire thing unravels and i think we're now at this point where we're pretty much yeah. like a month in, yeah right and we're having these conversations like well how much can we get away mm -hmm. with salvaging how much can we mitigate yeah. the the process of fixing all this and like how many reforms are going to be okay before it becomes a structural yeah. overhaul and i just want to say like we have to stay vigilant and keep the foot on the gas That's with all it. of this because it's not going to solve itself with uh, a couple of memos that come yeah. out from hr yeah no you 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 nailed it i mean i think if we even like pin it the 22nd of every month that you and i will be having a totally different yet related conversation right this will still be this will still be happening right. um this is going to be years yeah. long that this goes yeah. on um and i think like i don't i don't want to divert the conversation away from mm. this but i do want to loop back to the fact that like it's telling that when the the protests erupted uh, across the country after the George Floyd murders, there were no sports on TV. I think that's really important to take mm. note of because we couldn't just turn the channel and watch football. Yeah. And something that I, I wrestle with is like, I'm a white person watching English soccer, which is the whitest possible thing to watch except for hockey, which I also enjoy, right? Like, at some point, this is escapism and this is me sheltering myself from, like, this work that I have to do mm. and that we all need to be doing. Um, but it bleeds together, right? So they have been doing this, this, like, moment of silence in the Premier League and every player has been wearing a jersey that says black lives matter on the back and like my first instinct is like this is like neo-lib sort of corporate bullshit they're like we get the message we want to look hip whatever but it has this really amazing effect when you watch a game yeah. and somebody scores a goal and it zooms in and you just see the players black lives matter black lives matter black lives and it it keeps reinforcing the point yeah. it keeps driving it home and it reminds you in the frame, are the white players interacting with the black players? Mm. 
are the black players celebrating off on their own? Did a black player set up a white player for a goal and now the black player is like getting ignored by his teammates? Yeah. Because you notice these things now because the jerseys say right. it. So this has been one of these things where like in a sort of like guilty, selfish way, yes, I'm really excited to have my my games back to watch, mm. but this whole entire movement and and this whole reckoning we're going through has brought a new lens for me. Yeah to to watch you know with I, and it makes a big difference because you notice these things now yeah. they're present and and it's you know i, I think i think open. that's really important because because basically by you saying that not e- not even here on the pod right yes on the pod it's discussed but but you opening up about that just shows that self-awareness that you have of just like hey this is what's happening and so i feel that if that's kind of where you are in your journey i'm sure that you're not alone in that right and hopefully there are tons more who are just aware of that of of that interaction and how these games are changing and how players are interacting with each other and how just on the whole right how can this system be more inclusive and more welcoming of like all people Mm -hmm. and there is like there is a lot of work to be done in the uk as well i mean somebody today uh, I think Burnley was playing at Manchester City, and some ch- like chud, like subhuman piece mm. of shit, flew a plane over the stadium that said "White Lives yep. Matter," and it was trailing a banner "White Lives yep. Matter." Like to go out of your way <laughs> to do that, <laughs> to go make that kind of a statement, like you have to be subhuman. Like it's crazy, but like this is where we're at still. And we like to convince ourselves, like, no, it's it's the present. It's whatever year it is right now. We're past all yeah. this. Um, but there are people who are actively angry about the progress that we're trying to make. Yeah. And I don't know. Like, it's just like a lot of this is going to sound really performative. It is. We're on a podcast. So we're in it like we're performing. Right. Right. You know, I mean, I t- to your point, too. um similar situation happened i believe at a, at a nascar rally where there right. was a plane that flew the confederate flag when they had said that that was banned now from from the events um yeah yeah, yeah dude like the confederate the confederate thing like drives me up a wall because it's just like like you lost you got your ass dude you didn't even exist for five years and like this is what you, you stand for get out of here yeah uh, but we, I mean, we know all this. We're preaching to the choir yeah. here. Um, but no, I mean, in terms of, like, what's keeping you sane, you know, it's nice and I think, like, somewhat reassuring to see these things, like, bleeding into the diversions that yes. that I would use to escape the stress of this because, like, I'm doing all of this, like, self-flagellation almost, like, right? Like, I'm raised Catholic, so, like, the guilt, like, I almost, like, get off on it. It's, like, this weird <laughs> thing that happens to your yeah, brain, yeah. you know? Um, but like, it's, it's a time of penance, you know, and it's a time of like reckoning and learning. And so I'm trying to learn and I'm trying to like put the time in and use my resources and and have conversations with people that I think need to hear these things. Right. Um, and then I think like, oh, I'm going to like tune out and get away from it. And like, when I do, I'm still berating myself in my head like yeah i'm yeah i'm slacking i'm you know detracting from the cause i'm tuning out i'm like letting things go back to normal and they're really not normal still it was cool right right um 
That was a good sidebar. Cool. I'm glad you thought so. Yeah, um, that was productive. I, I didn't know how that was going to go, but I kind of wanted to bring that up in some regard. Like, Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah. You know, I, I think a lot of folks, myself included, you too, it's just like this stuff, it's it's there, right? It's not really kind of yeah. leaving the forefront or even the background of your mind, right? Because like right. we all want to see this positive change and, and it looks like right externally right now we are that that change it is a coming but it's mm-hmm. it's it's gonna it's gonna take some work and i think but it's it a, takes people doing things proactively to make e- it happen yep and it yeah proactively and and unfortunately patiently right um and i think mm-hmm. it's important that folks you know we that we haven't frankly lost that momentum yeah question yes have you been hearing like a crap load of fireworks where you are oh my god every day yeah it's it's just like what what are we celebrating right now because it, it's not right right now th- there's work to be done i'm not in this celebratory mood yeah you know no i don't think it's i don't think it's celebratory i'm like there's a like a an idea floating around that these these are like getting dropped off in neighborhoods or like that this is in some in some way like augmented or astroturf by some wing of of power or or somebody that's like trying to disrupt neighborhoods or whatever it's fucking annoying yeah and maddening because every night from like eight i'm like just chuckling i'm just i'm just thinking of this secret network of folks being like yeah let's bring the firecrackers over here no but like it's crazy and and it was never like this it wasn't like this last summer yeah you're right and i think like sure like part of it is like people are cooped up they want to like blow off steam whatever but it's that much quieter now because nobody's outside so we know the sound carries you know i think yeah i don't know it's it's a lot and i wish it would stop Mm-hmm or at least be tuned down a bit but is there is there anything um this would be kind of like a random question anything that you're grateful for during this past week that you've kind of like taken a second to just like think about yes um there are a couple it doesn't have to be me well one of them honestly like one of them is you because we were talking about doing no song we're gonna have an intro song now we're doing like a little little fancy little sound i was so i'm not gonna say what it is i was so excited that you were on board with it it's gonna be fun (laughs) we're gonna cut it together but what it did right is it sent me down a rabbit hole on youtube of like all of these different versions of this song and Mm -hmm. i just like can we listen to a couple of these like there are some like amazing covers there's some good ones yeah, so the there's the Divine Comedy cover. Wait, I have an idea. I have Wait. an idea. What if for the next pod, or for this pod, we have the official song, mm-hmm. and then for the next pod, we go through the history of the ones that we wanted to choose? Yeah, yeah, I like that, because mm-hmm. we're already, we're like pushing 40 minutes right now, so I don't want to like drag this on too much longer. There yeah. are just some amazing remixes and covers of this song, and... The one, can we, okay, but like, there's, 
just let's talk about Austin Gilner and his summer edit. I found a version of this. It was just a YouTube video uploaded with this song in the background. And it's, it's time to pretend. And then when the little drum fill comes in, it's just this like California teen and his boys. And they're just like doing (laughs) flips and jumping into the ocean and, and like skating and high-fiving and it just is like the absolute vibe. That's the energy. It was. You want. It just was like soul replenishment. Yeah. This this kid just him and his boys, and he credits. <laughs> the best part is he credits them. Like if you go and click on the video, Austin shouts out all of his all of his crew, and. Dude, he's got all these sick shots of like the beach, and he's like, "This video features Austin Gilner, Chad Hall, Joe Jacobowski, Aiden Bartenfelder, and then he's got his brother Luke on there." But Luke's like down the list, you know. You got to keep Luke. You're gonna have to humble. put it. You're gonna have to put it in the show notes, right, dude? This video, mm. it just made me like. love those flips off the surfboards really sick video yo what beach was like it it just is like it makes you feel good you know (laughs) so i'm grateful i'm grateful for austin for doing sick flips and then i'm also grateful i want to talk about this uh this cover of time to pretend by the divine comedy Hmm. this little this precious little English man he's uploaded a thumbnail on this video that is just a bowler hat a guy in a bowler hat right and he's sings it in the most like delicate we'll use this to play out the episode because you guys need to hear this cover it's just perfect and he changes the lyrics and it's like so wholesome I spent about four hours just listening to time to pretend covers and remixes and most of them were dog shit like most of them mm. made me a worse person for having heard them but there were a couple of gems <laughs> and this week i'm grateful for those gems um i like it so we'll play I out like the it. episode with one of them to um give the 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 pandem pod fans some context um so zach and i in like college i feel like we we got our rhythm like post-college to like hang out more well we hung out in college and we We hung out a lot of music together yeah Yeah. and i feel like so what happened zach to give you context just with this whole thing about this us walking through the music and our choices We we were the kids in like the dining hall that would have like our ipod touch or iphone or whatever like jamming out to like animal collective like my girls or like forever green or feels yeah we were the two kids at our like conservative catholic college in massachusetts who had heard of animal collective so like the first week of college we're like oh we're gonna be friends and we're gonna hang out with each other and like here we are yeah what 10 12 years later making a podcast so it's stuck yep clearly something worked out and it worked Mm -hmm. out right (laughs) but this song like takes me Um, back to 2008 specifically hmm. you know 
Like yeah. all these videos I found that's, today that, were like, when like we the were... latest remix was like 2012. Like everyone was kind of done with yeah, it. Yeah, I saw then. that. A lot of them were like 2009 or, or whatever. And, like, the, and it came out, I remember management, they, they came out with that album in 2008, right before we, we kind of kickstarted our, our exactly, college Exactly, exactly. So it was that summer yeah. before we hit college. And that's mm-hmm. like the hip sound that um, summer. I'm going to give a shout out for my thankful uh, shout out to the cool uh, My Town publicly maintains like a farm near us. That's cool. And uh, there's there's like I can walk outside. Right. And just like I, I joke that my town has like the Windows XP hill. Like with Cute. the golf background and the thing, like it's it's perfect, Cute. and I'm just like wow. Yeah. And so just like that, I can like walk outside, and like I walked outside yesterday, and I literally saw two bunnies at two different points during the day, and I was like, man, I appreciate you bunnies. Really like, nice. I just appreciate that. Just like this is nature, and like everyone's going through a stressful hard time yeah. right now, but like we'll be biophilia, okay. man. I appreciate that. Where you like, you yeah. you see your your creatureliness like reflected back to you in some other type of creature you know i often think about that right when like you know you'll see like a little animal and like we're walking along we're like checking our pace on our apple watch we're like checking our notifications mm-hmm. we're getting a phone call and it's like you know there were odds in place that i could have been that yeah. bunny. you could have been a uh, horse you could have been a cockroach you could have been a tree that's it you Ooh, could have been trigger, a lot of cockroach. stuff and you're Oof. diego instead yeah and you're zach yeah pretty magnificent that yeah. we're all here and and we are conscious and we're together listening to a podcast created by two people in two different states in the year that's it. 2020 and we're going to have a lot more cool stuff down the road. And I, I think hopefully some more rhythm. I'm sure some of y'all are like, you guys are just free. We, which is we and are. That's we partly are. true. We, we totally are. <laughs> so like what I'm, what I've been saying when people ask me about like, what are we doing here? I'm like, first of all, the podcast is not good. Right. Like don't listen to it yet. Yeah. So we're still yeah. getting off the ground. Right. And I think like part of what's assuaged my guilt of like starting a thing for for uh, me us like in the midst of like yeah this whole entire movement to center black voices has been like well no one's listening to us because we're not good we're just getting off the ground right so that's part of it but we want to not like put on a show for you as much as create a space and engage with people so like do follow us. Do follow the Insta. What is it? Uh, at Pandem Pod. Yeah. Uh, become yep. a pan- Pandemaniac. How's that? Ooh, wow. Oh. You like brought just the Animaniacs the there and I was in. That's right. it. So if you're a Pandemaniac and you want to, like, no, I mean, like, like, that's the thing. Like, please, we're trying to find each other. We're trying to find the people who are also, like, losing our minds during this whole entire process and, like, questioning our grasp on reality and, like, basic epistemological functions, right? Please don't hesitate to reach out. We're here. We'll shout you out. We want to know what you're up to, what's keeping you sane, and um, yeah. we want to express gratitude for everyone to listening us 
for listening to us. The I think the big thing there too, no, to your to your point, right? Like what we want to focus on here is like, give me your little victories, because even like the little ones are big. The tiniest. You know. Yeah. Like that's it. Like, dude, you you rolled out of bed this morning and, you know, you applied for like two jobs. Cool, man. Two jobs. You did it, right? Like. It's only going to get better mm. from here. Like, you're looking at self-improvement. You read a book today from a new author from a different perspective. Um, you know, you had somebody cut mm. your hair for the first time during this crazy time. And you think it looks different and edgy, but you like it. Like, I want to hear like about you it. Or, like, you made you eggs know, for breakfast. Those? And, like, you normally can do a pretty good job. But, like, today they came out perfect. Just that nice doneness that you like. <laughs> Just a little bit of runny yolk, not too much. Just those mm-hmm. little moments, those little things. You take a bite of your food and it just sings. Those things. Mm-hmm. We want to hear all about that. We're here with you in those moments. We're trying to experience them all together. We're trying to create a big pandem family. Yeah. As we as we keep kind of finessing the pod and going down it we want to like interview folks too so like we have some people that mm-hmm. we're going to interview to kind of figure out figure out you know what have they been doing during this time what's keeping them sane how are they kind of moving forward or even if they're stuck in place yeah how are they handling we that? got some good guests lined um, up so we will keep you yeah. posted so yeah i think we um, could sign off right i think that was i think so too. pretty should full we have like a, we, should we have like a like a like a like a farewell greeting should we just be like i don't know bye till next time no <laughs> oh gross <laughs> all right um, uh stay sane out there people yeah that's it stay yeah. sane keep it real Peace. bye i'm feeling rough i'm feeling raw in the prime of my life Let's make some music, make some money, find some models for wives I'll move to Paris, smoke some cigarettes and gaze at the stars You man the island and the cocktails and the elegant cars This is our decision To live fast and die young We've got the vision Now let's have some fun Yeah, it's overwhelming What else can we do? Get jobs in offices and wake up for the morning commute Forget about our mothers and our friends We're fated to pretend to